nervous? Yeah, there's nothing to be nervous about. Because um, you know my thing, I know him. He'll edit and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll protect the innocent here. There's two wills at the table. I need to stay in. So. Innocent being him, <laughs> we won't. And we are back for episode two of season two. We are going to try something a little bit different this time, as you may have noticed with the the new voices on the intro. Uh, This is going to be a little bit more of a human interest piece. As some of you know, I turned 30 this year and uh, always viewed 30 as as a specific kind of milestone in life. And so with that, I started to interview a couple of people that um, are in my family and, and actually one of my friends as well. Uh, about the age of 30, some of their thoughts on it, some of their um, life experiences around that uh, major milestone in life, and then also just getting their thoughts and their opinions and their feedback on my journey from throughout life to to this age of 30. And so this week we will be speaking with Pat and Ann, also known as my mom and grandmother. Uh, they're pretty hilarious. Love them a lot, and uh, I think it'll be fun for some of you to just hear their comments and their thoughts. Um, and then next week we'll be doing, well, next week or the week after, depending on what regularity we decide to choose, we'll be having my dad and my friend Andy also share um, some of their thoughts on 30 and, and, and my journey to 30. Um, so sit back, take a listen. Um, for those of you that have not already listened to the first episode of our season, go back and do that. It's called Can Ignore. Um, as always, make sure you're subscribing, liking us on Facebook, commenting, sharing us, leaving ratings and reviews, and all of that jazz. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So, Mom, what were your thoughts when you were turning 30? Um, when I was turning 30, I think I thought that I would be where I wanted to be in life. You know, at that, when I was, I thought by the time you turn 30, you should be where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. And that you would, and so I wasn't. So I just, you know, probably hit me a little hard, right. you know, thinking you picture things you know at 18 where you're going to be and then you're there and it's you know in a blink of an eye it seems like and you're like you're not where you thought you would be in doing when you say like you weren't where you thought you would be do you mean like you weren't like you were different than how you wanted to be or you hadn't like done some of the stuff that you wanted to do by 30 i think i thought that i was going to be a career person Mm -hmm. i didn't you know i think my and Tent was really probably not marriage, family, and stuff. Right. Okay. And then at 30, guess what? I'm a stay at home mom with two kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's that's like, fair. huh, I know that career thing will happen eventually. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So no. just, you know, it's different than life. Life takes you different places, though. Right. I mean, not that one path's better than another, you know, but I mean, how you think things are going to lead you maybe don't. Did you, were you like, at this age I'll be here, at this age I'll be here, not just like 30, or did you just like expect to be further then? I think when I was 29, I think I knew that 30, you know, with 30 coming up, I thought, you know, I should be somewhere, but Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think I was, you know, you kind of see, you know, some mile markers or whatever Mm -hmm. and stuff, you 
do. You know, let's face it, when you're 18, you're like, okay, you've got four years of college, you know, at 22, you know, and you just kind of put your life in those kind of mile Start markers or whatever yeah. and stuff, you know. <laughs> and apparently I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm well, off the grid. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm turning 30 today. Mm-hmm. So before we start like asking questions about my journey to 30, what's your name and how do you know me? <laughs> my name is Pat, and I know you because I'm your mom. You are my mom. <laughs> I was the first person to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> what were your first thoughts upon upon meeting me? Like, what? I mean, I, I was your firstborn. Did you have like crazy thoughts about? bringing a human life into this world <laughs> and first off you're you always had this little foot that was always wedged up under my ribs so i was anxious for you to meet the world mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think first reaction meeting you was probably the same any new mom as you know wanting to unwrap you make sure everything was there you know that you were all you know ten toes ten fingers yeah. yeah you know just make sure you're all there but you know yeah. Then you got ended up in the um, separated from all the other little babies. I know? did. Yeah. I know that. What was I separated from all the babies for? Um, like a staph infection, but then you know, so there were all these like you know, you came home with all these little bruises on the back of your hand from them putting IVs and on your heel. And I had stuff. staph infection as a kid. You didn't. Big. Ended up actually that the nurse had contaminated the blood sample and stuff, uh. so you. Fine. So you just stuck the shit out of my hands for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can, I keep that in. I can cuss. You can cuss. That's my grandma in the background. We'll get to her later. Um, so like, as a kid and as like a baby boy, um, as you're raising me, what were some of the things that you were hoping for me in my in my life and, and hoping that I would like become or do? Okay. Well, first off, you know, I had just assumed through my whole entire pregnancy with you that you were a girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's going to be fun for people to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, a boy. I'm like, because you know me, uh-huh. I'm not really, you know, that sports inclined, you know, inclination, uh-huh. you know. And so I was just like, okay, here, what do I do now? <laughs> so, so you didn't find out my sex until I was born? Yeah, they just didn't do that back then. That was 30 oh, wow. years ago, too. That was forever ago. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so just, you know. Usually didn't at that back then. I mean, unless, you know, there, there were problems or mm-hmm. something, you know. But no, they okay. didn't and stuff. So, yeah. So once, I mean, you knew I was a boy and you brought me home. I mean, as a parent. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and you were all boy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, um you just like doing all that you know boy stuff boy stuff yeah. you know t-ball you know mm-hmm. it introduced me to a whole new world you know <laughs> what was what were your favorite things about me as a kid you were always really eager to learn mm-hmm. you know um and when you found something you definitely delved into it you know and mm-hmm. I mean, you were always one of those kids with the baseball collection studying on it, you know, or if you got into some type of a thing with the TV, you know, you were definitely learning it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I had to cut you off of soap operas at one point. I remember that. General Hospital. (laughs) Yes. Was it it General Hospital I used to watch every day or Uh something? 
Yeah. Yeah. I figured when you came home and asked what was going on with Michael on Guiding Light, I was like, enough TV for you. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> sure I've never watched a soap opera since then. I know. But well, who knows? Yeah, we weaned you off that. Yeah. So, what were like the what were the, some of the difficult aspects of me as, as a child that were were not enjoyable, or you didn't like or care as much and wanted to raise out of me? Probably sometimes a little bit of your stubbornness, mm -hmm. and sometimes you've got that temper yeah. that it's like, you know, you and I would <laughs> have those moments, you know. Right. But I mean, nothing's so bad, you know what I mean? That I, you know, no, I can't think of procrastination sometimes, you know, homework or whatever, right. you know, you definitely were one of those kids that would come home with a project or whatever, and I would try to get you on it or whatever to to complete it and you wouldn't and then the night before you know you're and we'd always have to take you to school a little bit early because the printer obviously wouldn't work on papers or different things so you know yeah but you'd always end up with that a or whatever i don't know how you did it but yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i wish i would apply myself a little bit more <clears throat> um so after, I mean, as I grew older and as I started getting, like, high school and college and things, um, what were, I, I assume, like, when, I, when you first had me back home, like, there weren't, like, a ton of hopes or dreams about, like, who this person would become, but as I got older, did you start to, like, envision what you wanted my life to be like or what you wanted me to do or become? I don't think that I, I always wanted you to be able to have the freedom to pick or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? Um... I think if you expressed an interest in something, I think your dad and I tried to encourage it, right. you know. Um, I mean, I think that I always thought that you would be successful, mm -hmm. you know, in whatever you did. Um, so I don't think that there was. It was like the freedom to pick or whatever. I don't... I mean, to me, it was always about you being happy, healthy, and to pursue the things that you wanted to, mm. you know. So, I mean, I don't think that I had any, you know, like trying to guide you on a path that maybe thought you should have taken or whatever, you right. know. Okay. More like, you know, I can remember even you and I having a conversation when you went away to college, you know. I mean, where you would wanted to stay out a semester and I'm telling you, what's that going to do, right. you know. Or like... There was a time I literally was minutes away from joining the Marines, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I've ever really wanted... Okay, all right, I will admit that that's something I probably did discourage both you and Alicia from. Right. You know, but my own selfish reasons, I guess, to, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know. Um, and honestly, I don't think in the military, too, sometimes you really get to express your own freedom and individuality. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like conform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so now, like, looking back on the past 30 years that we've known each other, mm -hmm. what would you say has been the... Um, what would you say has been a moment where, like, I really disappointed you or, like, hurt you? Or, like, was probably, like, my worst moment or our worst moment together? Our worst moment. Um, 
worst moment, not that you disappointed me, but I can, the worst moment would be October of 2006 when you were in the accident and I was in New York, mm. you know, so not that you disappointed me there, but we had a pretty rough tumble and when you moved out yeah. um, in Irwin, so yeah. that didn't, you know. 2006, um, was that the one where I was home from school and... The bicycle. You were, you were in New York. Yeah. I was in New York okay. and you and stuff. But to be that far away and to hear, you know, yeah. how upset and traumatic, traumatized you were, mm -hmm. you know, and not being able to be there for you, right. you know, and not having a way really to get back, to, right. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that was probably one of the hardest. Yeah. Okay. That and the cherry bomb instance at school too. You know, stink bomb. Whatever. <laughs> stink bomb is a lot better than a cherry bomb. A cherry bomb actually explodes. The stink bomb just makes the room smell bad for a couple of minutes. Yeah, well, still not good, okay? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, so that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so what's been like our best moment? Or like the moment you felt like we, we've had our best time together, our best moment, or made you the proudest or something like that? I think when you graduated from college, really, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, yeah. that you'd really seen it through, you know, mm -hmm. and because I know at one point, you know, you were kind of having that hard time making the decision about what you wanted to be. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, you've just got to pick something, right. you know, um, but it doesn't mean that you're tied into that for life or whatever, too. You, mm -hmm. know, what I, you know, you can always have that ability to change that. Um but I think I've really enjoyed the last few years a lot more, too. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I've seen that you've become definitely much more grounded in you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and seeing, I mean, even doing this podcast, too, you know? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, too, it's like not so much about... Um, I think the best thing I ever heard um, was from Stephen Covey. He said he had a friend that um, went around to all these baseball games with his son and one of the co-workers said, wow, I can't, I didn't know you loved baseball that much. And it's like, no, I love my son that much, mm -hmm. you know? So I think I've just really enjoyed seeing these last few years for you, you know, a lot. Yeah. So you talked like a little bit about like the last few years, like I became more of myself and mm -hmm. become more of like a human like not just like a, not like a, you've always been a human but like not like you're not just like oh this is my son but like this is, i mean i'm still your son but like just more like this is oh, a I'm, person like i don't know how to describe what i'm thinking well let's face it i mean you know there's a lot of years that your child needs you okay mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of years that your child you know, once they get in high school, let's face it, you know, you've got every teenager that's always looking at their parents rolling their eyes going, I can't wait to get away from here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, you go into college and it's, you know, your thing is not to be, you know, hey mom, hey mom, you know, I mean, yeah. that's not who you are either. Right. But, um, so you wait for that time for your kids to circle back around again, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff. And I think maybe that's kind of where we're, we're at a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, too. Yeah. And now that your, your career mm -hmm. and all has gotten much more solidified these, you know. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, I just enjoy, you know, a company talking, spending time with you and all mm -hmm. and everything. So, yeah. 
So at 30, what is still like your biggest pet peeve or the thing that you are like, I wish Tim was different in this area or like that he would improve in this area? Well, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Tim has this great ability that, and if anybody really knows him, they see him with his cell phone, okay? Mm -hmm. But yet, (laughs) those text messages that you send and don't get answered till the next day. think I've ever been that parent that needs to talk to their kid every day. Right. But it's like when I do check in, I'd like to hear back instantly. Well, you know, not every parent should have to call and tell their kid, look, if I don't hear back from you a little while, I'm going to send the police over to do a welfare check on you. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So now at 30, as I've become like more of my own person, you talk about that. Like, what is your favorite thing that like I've developed or like about me that you appreciate at this at this age a favorite thing i mean there's a lot of things characteristic or something like that. i don't know i think that you have um an, an engaging personality you mm. know um i always admire your sarcasm <laughs> i wonder who i get that from i don't uh, know <laughs> no i just do i think you've got a good heart you know you're a good person mm-hmm. um You've definitely become a lot more thoughtful, too, I think, um, mm. you know. Um, so I just think you've got one of those personalities that people enjoy being around, yeah. you know. So in the next 10 years, between 30 and 40, what are some ways that you hope, like, my life changes or things that I do or accomplish or new characteristics I change or become? Like, what, do you, where do you, what would you like for my next 10 years? I just want you to be happy. Yeah. And one day maybe have a kid just like you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if the world's ready for that. Uh, Okay. A little mini you. (laughs) You already got two grandkids. I know. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, just for you to be happy doing something that you really love doing, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, hell, I want that for me too. Did you? So when we first started. You said getting to thirty was hard because there was a lot of stuff like you weren't like where you wanted to be yet. Mm-hmm. When you got to forty, did you feel like you had corrected a lot of that and were closer to where you wanted to be? There is something much more liberating that comes at forty. Yeah. Suddenly, you just kind of stop caring what everybody else thinks and everything. Start giving zero fucks, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> zero shits. Zero. Sorry, grandma. Zero whatevers. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You do. You just, you know, you become less afraid to speak your mind. And yeah. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean. Yeah, better at 40 know. than at 30. Yeah, I mean, it is, I think, you know. But, I mean, there are two different places, though, too. You know, mm-hmm. in my 30s, I was still raising kids. You know, at 41, Alicia was graduating from high school. Yeah. You know. That's true. So, I mean, two different. It's like... My kid might be starting school at 41. (laughs) That'd be crazy. There's nothing wrong. But again, that's another thing. It's like, you know, people always think... It's like there are a lot of people that are my age that are still raising kids or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know. Um, 
or, you know, when I was in my 40s still raising kids. And, you know, not that one way is better or not because they were having more fun in their 20s than I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. wish I knew then what I know now, you know. I mean, everybody, you know. Yeah. And then there's, you know, that they're envious that you're 40 and you're you're all done. Uh-huh. Not that you're ever all done, but, you know. Yeah, no. Uh, all right. What do you think about being on a podcast? I like it. I really, you know. They're fun, right? Think before you speak. Think before you speak. Think before you speak. Okay. So, Grandma. Yes, sir. What? Uh, you don't have to call me sir. Okay. You can just call me Tim. Or Timmy or whatever. Mr. Mo. Yeah. For, for the courtroom, would you please state where you were? Oh. Where I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts on, on turning 30 when you turned 30? At 30? Well, I never thought I was going to have four kids at that time, at that age. Yeah. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it. No age that has come has passed, that has reached me, has bothered me. Yeah. Some people get upset. I feel like you're really, like, pragmatic or, like, this is my life, this is my day-to-day. I don't have to think, like... Yeah. So I'm 30. Okay. So I'm 40. Eh? You know? Yeah. That's as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. That's fair. So, I called you Grandma. Yes. What is your name? Anne. Anne. How do you know me? You're my grandson. I am your grandson. What grandson or grandchild number three? Three. Yeah, Brandon and Chris are before me. Yeah. How many grandchildren do you have now? Eight. Seven great great grandchildren. Grow, yeah, that's true. You pretty much. That's why you gotta have another one to even it out. You gotta have one to even it out. Getting away from that you question. Can, you can yeah, no, no, we'll keep that one in. People, will, people will laugh about that a lot. Um, See, so what were your first thoughts on me as like a baby and as like a little boy and, and, and everything? Oh, you were awesome. Oh, when your mom had you, we got called up and said she had a boy because we all were a family of girls. Uh-huh. We all thought, no. And we were all so excited. A oh, boy, oh, that's wonderful. Uh-huh. And you were a beautiful baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is Mike. Yeah, this is Grandma's time. Three times I had to tell her it was a boy. We did, I didn't believe her. You didn't believe it was a boy? Neither but you care. just had Chris, though. You had already had a boy. Yeah, but I know, but there was a surprise. But even Karen in California. A boy? She paid hit a boy? Yes. Mm-hmm. But anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> haven't already raised, like, your own children, and then I imagine it's different when you have, like, grandchildren. Like, what oh, do you yeah. what do you hope for your grandchildren? Like, what do you hope, or what did you hope for me when, as a, as a kid, like, what I would grow into or who I would become? Happy and also a very good man. Mm-hmm. Um... And you were pretty even keeled. I mean, your mom probably saw another side of you. But with us, no, you were always pretty even tempered, you know. Yeah. A lot of fun to be with. And uh, I just hoped you continue that as you, through your, through your growing up years. Yeah. What were, um, like, when we would come stay with you, what were some of the things that, like, annoyed you the most about me as a child? Like, what were some of the things that I would do that were bad habits or annoying or not fun or... Well, sometimes you and Chris would get at it, and they, they would aggravate me because 
I don't know which one of you started it. It was it could have been one or the other because you were both pretty strong-willed. Yeah. Um, but nothing. You didn't really aggravate me there much, really. You were pretty good, like I said, except mm-hmm. when you wanted to climb things and then, Tim, you're going to fall and get hurt, yeah. like you, when you were evil Knievel. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I do. We had like an evil Knievel VHS that I would oh, watch all the time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we watched it constantly. Oh, good grief. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I used to come up to Pulaski to watch you. Mm-hmm. You'd be jumping off the arm of the chair. Yeah. <laughs> With your little statue of evil Knievel. Oh, man. Yeah. What were like your favorite things about me growing up as like a little kid? Um, you, got a, you had a good, pretty good sense of humor. And I loved your smile. Uh-huh. You just lit up when you, you know, you just face lit up. Um, but you, you, know, you had a pretty good time, you know. Like I said, your mom and dad probably saw the other side of you, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you got mad at us, but you never showed it. Yeah. But you were pretty good, you know. I just, I just, I love babysitting you. Yeah. So How often did we get to see, because I was younger, so I probably don't remember as well. How often did we, did we get to see each other when I was growing up? When mom was, when mom was growing when up? When I was growing up. Uh, well, I watched you when Mom was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd come to Pulaski every year? Or every day or something? Yeah, no, Pat brought you down, too. Um, mm. um, I did go up to Pulaski sometime, you know, quite a while. She was one of the babysitters was sick mm. or something. But I, no, I watched him regular, Pat. Yeah, I did, because I parked on the street, and I said, you shouldn't do that. And I said, well, where am I going to park? you got to get out of the driveway. But anyway, that was when she worked up at uh, Engelbert. Up in Pulaski, the, the Ford dealership, mm. and um, but every day, up until I stopped babysitting, you know, pretty much. And then, well, no, she did get somebody else to watch you, mm-hmm. but uh, I was pretty, pretty much. Yeah. And we get stuck at the train tracks. Ah, oh, train! You love trains. Well, then they probably came from like Grandpa Malk because he was the yes, yeah, a conductor and engineer oh, on the he train. Loved you. Uh, probably where he taught me how to climb, unfortunately. He did. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I've been, like, getting older and, uh, like, after we moved to North Carolina, I felt like we got to spend a lot more. I mean, I lived here for a while. Right, yeah. What was that like, having me, like, live with you as a growing, was, I wasn't quite a teenager, but, like, almost a teenager? Um, it was like having children around again, mm-hmm. you know, especially at Christmas time, you know. Christmas is time for kids, and you know my kids were all grown, mm-hmm. had families, and I said I loved having it. You know, and um, when your mom and dad said they bought a place, I said, oh no, they're moving out. Because mm-hmm. we, I think we enjoyed it really. Mm-hmm. I mean, your mom and I had moments, but you know I got along <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, well, we had a lot of. I, I remember. I mean, football was a lot of fun because like you, it wasn't just mom and dad coming. Like you and grandpa would also be able to come mm-hmm. and see it too, which was a lot of fun back then. Yeah. Um, what, what was, you probably say was, um, the hardest thing about living with me at that age? Like, what were some of the, what were some of the difficult things, like, having me as, like, almost like a kid back in your house? I honestly can't remember anything, too. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good time. Yeah, it was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, your mother and father always dealt with it, that kind of stuff, but, uh. You were shit. pretty. You were you were very polite. You uh-huh. never. Oh, you might have gave me a hard time a few times, but uh, no, you were pretty good. Yeah. Both of you at least. Um. 
So as I was getting into high school and college and things, what were some, because you've seen now like your own kids and you've seen me and Alicia and all your other grandkids mm-hmm. grow up. What were some of the things that as a teenager you were like, ooh, I remember seeing that in my kids. Like I hope he gets rid of that habit or like doesn't develop that or I wish he would change that about himself as he grows up. Uh, the only thing I, I really complained about was that when you wanted your hair long, yeah, as I said, I hated it, and uh, <laughs> his Peter did the same thing, mm-hmm. but he was younger. But anyway, um, one of your mom said that she you couldn't get your senior pictures taken until you got a cut. Right. Yes, bam, there oh. you go. But um, people don't believe that I had hair down on my shoulders. Oh gee, yeah. And I lost. I think I've lost all the yeah. pictures of it. So that's good for you. I got one floating around. Somewhere. Oh yeah, you do blackmailing <laughs> me. Okay. Well, other than the hair, were there like any personality like traits or pieces of me where you were like, oh, you didn't mind always listen. Yeah, that's you, fair. You, you tune us out. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were what was it were probably the things that as I was transitioning from like a teenager into an adult that you really hoped I would hold on to or like continue to have growing up? I think your dreams, mm-hmm. whatever you really wanted to do, and I wanted you to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think your attitude, I think I knew you would be, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's just, I don't know, it's just your different personality and all. I think you would just, I knew you were going to do well. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. At, at some point, like I know, I asked mom this. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask everybody this. At some point, like as a, as a human in the past thirty years, I probably like disappointed you or like hurt you or caused problems or troubles or had a worse moment. What would you say ours was or like a time where I was really not the grandson you were hoping that I would be? I'm gonna take the fifth because I can't think of anything too really. Um, I don't know. I really can't think of anything at the moment. You know? Okay. Any funny or embarrassing stories that you would like people to know about that you like to share? Because I'm gonna give you that opportunity that I didn't give mom for very specific reasons. Yeah, that year in uh, in high school. I don't know. You were a senior. I can't remember what year you were in. And I got a call, Grandma, can you pick me up? I split my jeans. <laughs> and my my friends from New York were visiting us, and we they came with me. So I said, go to school, pick you up, and take you back. And you were embarrassed because I had them with me. <laughs> I was embarrassed for a lot of reasons that day. <laughs> it happened to my brother, too, once, Tim. Yeah. So, I don't, you know, I think it happens to a lot of guys. You don't even realize it. Yeah. But that was, that was funny. <laughs> Of course, I know to you it wasn't. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny to go back and laugh about it. But yeah, I saw you, and I was I think it was Dave and Faith, right? Yeah. I see, like, not just one head, but I see, like, two other heads in that yeah. car oh, pulling up. I was like, Grandma, oh. what did you do? I was like, did you, like, get the town? Like, oh, my son split his jeans. Everybody hop in. We got to go get him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'm turning 30 today, and... You saw me as, as a little kid, and now you see me at 30 years old. What, In what ways am I 
when you were like looking, like you wanted me to be successful, you wanted me to be a good person and, and all those things you typically want for your grandkids. And like, what ways am I, am I different than what you expected or what you hoped to see, um, either positive or negative? Um, well, like I said earlier, I want your dreams to come true and I think they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're a good person. Mm-hmm. You've got a good mate. And um, I think you're, you're going to be successful, like I said. Mm-hmm. I can see you at 40 being a CEO. Uh, I don't know about all that job, but... Well, just 10 years yeah. down the road, Tim. What are, what are some ways that you still hope to see me like grow and, and get better? Areas of my life that you'd like to see me improve or change? Just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing what I'm doing? Okay. Um, I think, like I said, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. What would you say has been, like, our best moment together? Like, our favorite memory? Or your favorite memory of, like, us together? Or our favorite thing that we do? Or There's been so many. Mm-hmm. Um, going to... <laughs> going to the, the concert, you and I. Mm-hmm. And I got sick on you. And you had to leave early. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get sick, sick, but uh, yeah, that was one of the best times. And uh, going to the Durham Bulls game. Mm-hmm. Um, you stayed with Grandpa and I for a few days. I don't know if it was for a week or what. Remember, he got mad because we didn't get the boat in line right. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I still can't get a boat in line to save my uh, life. But. but he and he got so mad. But anyway, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of good times, and like I said, there's so many to remember, mm-hmm. you know. Because I always got along with you. And our phone calls, remember? Yeah. Love you, and we'd have to get off real quick. Yeah. You know, and then call back, and I love you, and then just hang up quick. Yeah. It was our little game we played. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's interesting, like, uh, so Mom said that um, the past few years have probably been the best. And, like, looking at, like, our relationship when do you like do you feel like we have a better relationship now than we've ever had or do you feel like we've had I think it's been pretty consistent pretty consistent yeah yeah Yeah. because I told your mom I said I hope you still got my t-shirt oh you might have you know Uh I said Tim won't forget me no he never forgets grandma (laughs) well Polly never forgets grandma either so she was was I know well she's pretty special too yeah so she remembered me um so this is gonna be hard for me to talk about but okay. I'm gonna still talk about it anyway um so like you brought up grandpa and like grandpa's not here anymore right. and we both know that um <clears throat> what do you what do you think like as a 30 year old man like what would um like what do you think grandpa would think of me he would think very much of you Tim he always loved you and he always loved playing with you mm-hmm. you guys run a rough house he loved that. No, I think he'd be very proud of you, really. Yeah. Uh, come on, Tim, we're going to go fishing. <laughs> uh, come on, we're gonna, no, you wouldn't go hunting, but you'd, yeah, he'd like, come on, like, fishing. Yeah. Tim will go fishing. Or golfing. Yeah. I know Tim would, you remember that year you got the hole in one? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But no, Grandpa would, uh, he would be proud of you. Yeah. Because I think, like, as I've been, like, reflecting on turning 30, like, I've been thinking, like, a little bit about my two grandpas didn't get to see me get to this age and so in some ways like i obviously strive to make everybody that i know and love today proud but like i always just want to make sure that 
I'm still making them proud as I get to be a man, so. And you know he would have been teasing you like heck. Oh, he definitely would have been. He was, he's, yeah. And I think, like, some of the stubbornness I get, like, the guy that would be crying from mustard would say it's not hot. Like, no, I'm, that, I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. But so, also watching the games. Yeah. Because he was a Giants fan. I thought he liked the Redskins, Peter says. He liked the Giants, too. He just likes The Yankees. Yeah. You're not a Yankee fan, are you? Yeah. And of course, <laughs> I don't like baseball anymore, though. Uh, of course, um, the Orange men. Yeah. Big time. The Orange. You think you'd be happy that they're in the ACC? No. No? No more fair. than any of us were. Yeah. Okay. So, from 30 to 40, what do you hope to see from me? Like, where do you want to see me, like, continue to grow or change or get better or get worse? Or I don't want you to change, Tim. But I want to see you successful. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think I can see you as a CEO. Yeah. I really can. Mm-hmm. Would you say, like, there's a lot of... So with like having five kids, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I got to do the math in my head. I don't know. So you have five kids and you've got eight grandchildren, eight grandchildren seven great grandchildren. Right. Like there's a lot of like eclectic and different personalities in there. Is that? It's got to be really enjoyable to like see all these yeah. different personalities, and all these different people, and all these different lives and pathways. Especially that one time of year at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't all mesh together. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we get along pretty good at Christmas. I mean, nobody's, there's never any arguing or fight lately. Yeah, yeah lately. So everything's good. It's just interesting. I like, think, like, from. Because, like, Nikki's been doing a lot of the Ancestry.com, right? Yes. And, like, we're looking at, like, a pathway. Like, just how many lives have, like, spread out and how they're all different and right. connected. And, like, there's, like, I think one of the cool things about our family is there's a lot of love here, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's like a lot of pride in like the Divisor and the map oh, names yeah. and the web yeah. names and all that stuff, so. Definitely. Anyway, that's it for us. Any thoughts on being on a podcast? What do you think? It's pretty awesome, but I just soon I was done. <laughs> yeah? I was about to say, are you going to listen to this? Um, yeah, if you put it on Facebook. If I put it on Facebook? Have you, how many episodes have you listened to thus far? Well, I've heard a couple, but I don't always get it, Tim. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. I haven't had it on my Facebook in a long time. I seriously. Huh? Are you following him? Yes, I was. We'll figure out how to make that happen. Like, why did I decide to do an episode on turning thirty? Um, I think because like when I was first turning thirty, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Like, I didn't. I wasn't worried about it. I was like, okay, whatever. It's just another day or another birthday. But then. I started thinking about it a lot more. I was like, okay, this is like a major milestone in life. Like, I'm not... Well, that's how you see 30? I mean, I... Th- I think people look at ages differently. Different, yeah, different. That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, like, when I turn 40, I'll be like, oh, 30 wasn't a big deal. 40's the big deal. When I turn 50, 50 will be the big deal. 40 will be nothing, you know? Yeah, but what did I say now? The 40 is... The new 30. The new 30, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know... But to me, it was always like one of those things. Let's face it, when you graduate from high school, you think 30's old, mm-hmm. you know? So then when you're there and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the, the age that was old, just started mm-hmm. to define old, yeah. you know, and everything. And especially because we always pictured our 20s as our time of finding ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And 
where we're going to be and everything. And so 30 was like, ooh, the party's over. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I knew, like, I thought, like, you were talking about how at 30 you expect to be in one spot. I thought, okay, I'm going to be married by 22. I'll have my first kid at, like, 25. I just have, like, planned out this whole life thing. And, like, it's not... It's it's different. Like, I love where my life is, but it's different than what I thought it was going to be. And that's what I was trying well, to I say, think every, Yeah, it's yeah. everybody that we tell. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you, what you think when you're 18 uh-huh. and where you're going to be at and all these points and career-wise and everything. And then when it um, hit, you know... I mean, kind of, you're looking back over the last 30 years and go, okay, now I'm mm-hmm. not. Oh, when I was 18, I thought, oh boy, I'm going to go out and have fun. I'm going to travel. I didn't do that till I was 20, the traveling, but I got out and had a good time. Mm-hmm. My grandma's a party girl. You also travel a lot, like after you were, after like you guys retired here. Like, went I to actually, Holland. we went. We went to Holland once up when we were in New York oh, I don't in 1994 because mm-hmm. it was the 50th anniversary of the liberation of Holland. Mm. So they had a big to-do over there, so that's why we went over. Gotcha. And then in 97 we went, mm. but we were here. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Hopefully you appreciated us trying a couple of new things so far this season. Uh, we're going to finish just by listening to a couple of random outtakes of conversations that I had with my mom and my grandmother um, while I was interviewing them for this show. Be on the lookout for additional Seven Stars podcast episodes coming to you, especially Journey for Journey 230 Episode 2. It should be dropping sometime either next week or the week after. Make sure you're subscribing, uh, sharing us on your social media platforms, uh, liking us on Facebook and following us on Facebook and Twitter. We are the Seven Stars Podcast. You search for that. You'll pretty much find us everywhere. Thanks. Tom, your dad was going to take you and... Andy and Jordan into town, and you guys were going through that droopy drawer stage. Yeah. Remember? And he pulled his pants down. Uh, I think I do remember that. <laughs> the guys loved coming over because you and Dad would make fun of me so bad. <laughs> and they loved it because I'd always make fun of them. They loved it. That I'm was a, funny. Yeah, I'm going to talk to I will definitely say, though, that your circle of friends has always remained a tight circle of friends. That usually when you make friends, that they've always been very enduring ones. Right. I mean, you know. They're the friends of Leos when he's 50 and 60. Well, I mean, immediately thinking right now and coming to mind, I would say definitely Andy, Jordan, Mm -hmm. Kyle, you Mm know. I mean, Tyler. I mean, those are all friends I've had at least 10 years, if not more. Well, I mean, that just says a lot, though, yeah. you know. How long have you been out of high school? Forever. No. Uh, 12 years? We've been friends with Jordans before, since then, haven't Fifth you? grade. Yeah, we did the math. It was 18 years in January. And what about uh, Andy? Same. Yeah, because you all met in fifth grade when you started school in mm-hmm. Andrew Elementary. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Andy didn't go to El- Andrew, so I knew Jordan first, and then I met Andy... In sixth grade. Oh, really? At the middle mm-hmm. school. Middle school. Where did he go before that? Who? Andy. He went to Shawtown or Lillington. Oh. Uh, One of those two. Shawtown, bro. Well, probably, probably Shawtown. Yeah. So, 
And the only reason I knew Jordan because we weren't in any classes together, but we played basketball together because his dad coached our team. That's right, too. <laughs> Tim getting a technical. got technical. Technical, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, I can't believe that. Your grandfather and I have, what the heck? He's, what, nine, ten years old and he's gotten a technical? Pushed a referee. Wow. You badmouthed him, too. Yeah, well, I think I could have badmouthed him. It was like pushing him that he didn't care for. No. <laughs> temper, temper. I know. That's gotten better over the years. It I still have it a little bit, but it's gone. It's gotten better. Well, you got you come right in actually too. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I know your father's got a wicked. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you can have one too. Yeah, I know. Can't we all? Yeah. Can't we all? Peter's got one. Your your grandfather. I don't know Bill, but Is that Dutch. Dutch, yes. Are they Irish? I'm not sure. Uh, Either one. The Irish them. don't have a combo. The, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think about other. But it takes stuff. a lot, a lot to get you mad. Mm, no, not really. Not. No. I don't get mad at like you.